Welcome on to the Backstretch. I'm News 5's Heather Williams, and I guess we'll start with this weekend's sort of breaking news. I don't think it's a huge surprise to anyone, but sad nonetheless. Kurt Busch making it official that he is retiring from Cup Series racing. He said in his press conference that, you know, his, he talked with his doctors and they'll never feel like he'll be 100% again after his concussion last year at Pocono, uh, which is really kind of a sad way for a Hall of Fame career to come to an end. You know, the thing about Kurt that I've said about him for a long time, which is so impressive, is everywhere that Kurt Busch has been, he has made that team better. Penske, Stuart Haas, you know, his time at Furniture Row Racing really built the foundation of that organization, which was a good little race team, but set the foundation, took them to the, it was the chase then, but the playoffs now, um, and set up the run that Martin Truex Jr. as his successor would have in that 78 team and win a championship. And he did the same thing with 2311. All the success that they're having this year is very much built on the foundation of Kurt Busch. He really helped, you know, well, he built the 45 team and he also really helped Bubba uh, kind of find his potential and unlock his abilities. And I love the fact that he's still around that team. Like he's still very much considered a part of 2311. He's in there coaching, helping, continuing to make those cars better. And I, I hope that that's his niche. I hope that, that Kurt finds, you know, kind of what he can do post-racing uh, because he gave us everything as a racer. And it's really kind of disappointing to see that the way his career ended. But as I mentioned, no doubt, first ballot Hall of Famer, Kurt Busch. Well, speaking of Bubba Wallace and all of the other drivers trying to get in the playoffs this weekend, whoo, Daytona. I can only imagine what it's like you know, trying to snag. There's one position open and you either got, if your name's not Bubba Wallace or maybe Ty Gibbs and I don't know, maybe Daniel Suarez. I'm not, I haven't looked at the points the while. I'm not exactly sure who can point their way in, but if you're not one of those two or three people, you gotta win today. You gotta go. And so it's tough, man, especially the place like Daytona where you only control maybe about 70% of your destiny. And it's very easy to get caught up in somebody else's garbage, for lack of a better term. So, um, gosh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be interesting to watch uh, this race tonight. So coming up today, we're going to talk with Chris, all the usual stuff. We're going to talk about William Byron's fifth win, which is just incredible, and the turnaround that he's had. But I also want to throw in there some truck series news. Uh, GMS announced they were closing their doors this week. And Chris being a truck series crew chief, I wanted to get his thoughts on that. So we'll check in with Chris and see what he has uh, to say about GMS closing their doors. The guest this week is Eric Jones. Jones is one of those drivers that's it's got to win to get in the playoffs. So we'll see if he can get it done and we'll kind of get his thoughts, you know, what the mindset might be going into this race. So let's get fired up. 
As always, our crew chief, Chris Carrier, joins us. He's also the crew chief for the number 75 food country truck in the Craftsman Truck Series. So, the road course at Watkins Glen didn't really do much to change the playoff picture very much. Brad Kozlowski and Kevin Harvick are now locked in, but the race itself provided little passing and kind of was a little bit boring. It didn't shake things up very much. So, there's a lot of road courses on the schedule. How much of a problem is it that you can't really pass at them? Well, I think I think this this race at Watkins Glen, Heather, was, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm glad you said it first. It was disappointing <laughs> to me a little bit watching it. Um, I love the place as far as a competitor racing there. It's just a very beautiful place and so on and so forth. But, you know, to be honest with you, Willie, William Byron came through and just kind of, as the old saying says, stunk up the show, man. He put a hurting on him. And between he and Hendrick Motorsports and that whole crowd, and his, his crew chief, Ru Rudy Fugel, is, in my mind, the up-and-coming, uh, the guy that, that, you know, as you said, he's now has five wins more than anybody else. But the racing was, was it reminded me of a intermediate race at, like, Chicago or somewhere, one of the cookie-cutter places. You know, we talked about this. It, uh, Watkins Glen is a fast, fast racetrack, and Arrow has a big impact. You know, even though you're thinking you're going through chicanes and all that, they're going really fast, and the the downforce or lack thereof um, is a big part of that, a big percentage of the equation there. And you know, when they get behind one another, they get that arrow push that we hate that you know makes us want to uh, get sick. But it's 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 part of it, and um, I think it's going to be part of it. Now they can keep tweaking the rules a little bit, try to take away some of the arrow advantage uh, or, or the 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 hour the power in aerodynamics and try to make us a little better. And I think they will. But uh, man, good good week for good week for William Byron and Rudy Fugel. <laughs> yeah, good week for him. Maybe not for a couple of his teammates. No, There's no. only one playoff spot available this weekend. Bubba Wallace currently holds on to it. But, I mean, <laughs> we're going to Daytona, so anything can yes. happen. But yes. that also means that there's a chance that Chase Elliott and or Alex Bowman will be out of the playoffs. Yep. It's Daytona. What's the most likely outcome this weekend? Will we get the walk-off winner like Austin Dillon last year, or do you think Bubba hangs on? Well, here's one thing that you can take to the bank. All those people and some more that you just mentioned, Bubba Wallace, he, he has the foot in the door. I mean, he's got, what, some 30-point advantage over the next guy out. And let's don't, let's don't forget that Bubba Wallace and that team has been very good at speedway racing. They've already won uh, at speedways, so they can do it again. Those guys, Alex Bowman, Chase Elliott, Austin Sendrick, Austin Dillon, keep on naming. I'm leaving off some, but that's okay. These guys are going to take their very best piece, and they're going to push every rule. You know, they're going to, the, the motor departments are going to be looking for every little bit of horsepower they can find. They're going to be tweaking on the bodies. They're going to do everything. And those mo drivers have to be as motivated as they've ever been. So I, somebody asked me yesterday, well, how do you think Bubba will win the race? You think he'll just ride around in the back? I said, no, I think Bubba will go out there, him being the first one in. He's the guy that's on the bubble. Uh, I think he'll go out there and run a pretty aggressive race and put pressure on those other guys because that's what they're going to do. Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman and Austin Sendrick, they're going to take chances. Their crew chiefs are going to take chances. They'll take chances on pit strategy. If they need to stretch the gas mileage and, and draft off every seagull in Daytona, that's what they're going to do. So, uh, as you said it, this is, this, anything can happen at Daytona. It, it's who knows. Katie, bar the door. 
and it's hard to tell what's going to happen. But I think these guys are going to go down there and race like there's no tomorrow. Because as far as there is no tomorrow, as far as the points, the points chase to get in the playoffs. Well, we're going to flip the script a little bit and talk about your series, the Craftsman Truck Series. GMS yeah. Racing announcing yesterday that they are shutting their doors at the end of the season. Is this a concern for the series or just fallout from Legacy Motor Club's move to Toyota next year in the Cup Series? I think a little bit of both. Um, the, the, the Truck Series is, I think, is in a, a pretty healthy spot, but it needs to be better as far as just the financial situation. I mean, we, we talk about it constantly, and they've done some things over the past five or six years that have helped. Now, there's been effort there, but the, there, there needs to be more. There's some things that, that just don't make sense when you're talking about, okay, we're gonna go to all the truck races and run for this championship. And I think, I think the, the, the GMS people with, I think the bringing on the, the, the cut part of it, the legacy motorsports, I think it was probably just a little bit more than they predicted, okay, than they thought. And I think it's overwhelmed them a little bit. And I think probably a little bit of lethargic on the truck series part of getting the, the truck series more, you know, more, uh, more in incentive there to run. I think it all boiled together and they make a, make a business decision. And I hate to see it because I got a lot of good friends there and a lot of people who are excellent racers, you know, not only drivers, but crew chiefs, fabricators, mechanics, race engineers, the whole nine yards. Uh, I'm sure those people will find work somewhere, but you know, it's just, it's still, it's, it's very sad for me. Mike Bean was the president of that place. I've known him for 40 some years. He used to be a mechanic for Butch Lindley when they used to come to Kingsport Speedway in Lonesome Pine and other places. And he's, he's dedicated his life to this, you know, a lot, a lot like myself and some others. But uh, I know he's very sad about it. He's put a lot into it, but you know, life is life and it'll go on and we'll see what happens. I'm curious, how do you manage the chaos of Daytona? That's a good question. I've been down there probably 80 times in my career and I don't think I've, just, uh, I don't think I've uh, figured that out. I, I think it's, uh, you know, here, here's some things to remember. Like Daytona is much narrower than Talladega. Um, you, a lot less room for three wide and four wide racing, even two wide racing than, than Talladega. Things happen a little quicker. It's also the, the track is deteriorating a little bit. Every time they go back, they're racing. Here we are in August. It's as hot as it's probably ever going to be, even though it's a night race. It's going to be somewhat a little bit of a handling race. I mean, as, as they go along, the tires get worn out, they get all packed up, people moving around, jostling for position, those cars are going to move around a lot. So you have to have the, the crew chief, the driver, the race engineer, everybody that has an impact on how that car's setup is, you, you can't just throw out handling and say, okay, we're going to have just brute speed. You just can't do that at Daytona. You have to have a car that's drivable so the, so the driver can stay in the throttle. If you don't stay in the throttle, it doesn't really matter how good arrow your car is. It's not just something to run fast. So uh, I think this, I think it's gonna be a dogfight at 200 miles an hour Saturday night. And it's, there's gonna be some tired puppy drivers after that race. Uh, mental stress, you just gotta be bigger than the, you got to be bigger than the challenge and the, the preparation that the drivers make this week before the race, the ones that are hydrating themselves and getting in condition and expecting it and getting their mindset right, uh, they're the ones that's going to be the most successful. 
I think a dogfight is what we all want. It makes for great racing. It makes for great racing. That's what the fans want. That's what spectators want. To be honest with you, that's what the drivers and the crews want. They want to see that. They, they, want, they want to be part of something that they know is popular with the people that's supporting our sport, that's making it possible. They, they don't like to see boring races. Nobody does, you know. So uh, this, I don't think this week is going to come anywhere, this weekend is going to come anywhere close to boring, whether it be the Xfinity race or the Cup race. I think it's going to be some good stuff. So uh, we'll see. We'll see who comes out ahead. Uh, who knows? It'll probably go down to the last lap and maybe the overtime laps. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to happen a lot. Yeah. Well, first of all, Eric, thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. Um, so obviously one race to go until the playoffs. I know nobody wants to put all their cards on Daytona, but it's a track you're really good at. So I'm, I'm guessing you'd rather be there than a lot of other places this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. I've always liked super speedways and, um, you know, Daytona's been good to me. Won a couple of races there um, between, you know, the, um, well, I got my first one there and then the, and then the clash there a few years ago, but yeah, I'm excited. I, you know, I, some guys really don't like the speedway stuff, but I've always had fun with it and, and just kind of approach it as, um, you know, it is what it is, right? You can only control what you can control. And, you know, if you get caught up in a wreck, you, you get caught up, it happens. But, um, yeah, I think we have a good opportunity, right? I think, um, I think our cars have been good on speedways just historically with the next-gen car over the last year and a half. And, um, you know, we've come close to winning a handful of speedway races. We just haven't, <laughs> haven't closed the deal. So this would be a good one to do it at, you know, getting ourselves in the playoffs here, hopefully. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I like getting down to Daytona this time of year, and uh, this race is always fun. I know that there's a lot of pressure when you go into this situation in a way, but it's also got to be easy, right? I mean, you know what you have to do. You, you got to win the race. There's no strategy. There's no points racing. There's none of that. It's just go to win. Yeah, I mean, you said it, you know, you said it right. I mean, there, I, I really don't feel any pressure just because of that. I mean, there's only one option, right? And, um, you know, you can only control what you can control, and especially at Daytona. You know, we're going to go race hard and I'm going to go try to push all day and try to get up front, try to lead and, and you know, hope that we don't get caught up in a mess. So, um, you know, the, the pressure isn't um, isn't there for me. You know, we haven't, uh, you know, overall, our year just hasn't went how we wanted. We've had some stuff not go our way. Uh, we haven't had speed at times. So, you know, getting in the playoffs uh, this week on Saturday night would, would be huge for us, obviously. And so um hoping just to figure a way to close it out and find ourselves at the front with an opportunity but you know everybody's going to be pushing hard you know I'm not the only one with the agenda uh this weekend of going in and doing that so it'll be um it'll be a little bit of chaos I'm sure on Saturday you kind of alluded to my next question I know this year has not gone the way you guys went, wanted especially after you guys won a race last year towards the end of the season how do you balance the you know there's a lot going on with legacy and you guys are making the move to to toyota next year how do you balance all in your head knowing deep down you know you want to win now how do you kind of keep yourself level and all that yeah i mean it's tough as a driver and it's tough as um you know a competitor in any sport but you know it's, it's not just tough for me right i mean obviously a lot of it kind of comes down on the driver's shoulders sometimes at the end of the day on performance but um you know it, it affects everybody. It affects the crew guys, it affects, you know, the team. And, and so, you know, the nice thing, or at least the shining light at the end of the tunnel is obviously we are making a change at the end of this season. And, you know, there is a, a path forward for us as far as performance, I feel like. So that's kind of kept everybody engaged and um, encouraged at least going into, uh, into the, the rest of this year and finishing out strong and, and nobody's let up. I mean, we're working, you know, as hard as, 
we were before. It's not like we've we've given up on on this season or our performance this season. We're still trying to go out and perform well and contend for wins. So, you know, we've got 11 races left this season. Um, the playoff races, there's some great tracks in there for us. Obviously, we were able to win at Darlington last year. And, you know, I think coming up, we're going to run really well there again. Hopefully, you know, have an opportunity to win. But, you know, there's still an opportunity to win before the year's over. We've got Talladega in the playoffs, too, uh, and some other tracks in there that are going to be good for us. So, you know, we're going to push hard and, and try to grab a win. But you got to stay um, stay focused kind of on the moment and, and also know, though, that there's a, uh, you know, there is a path forward in, in, in performance uh, for us next year. This year's kind of been a year where the schedule was really kind of shook up. There were a lot of road courses. There was the street race and and obviously Bristol Dirt and and, and going back to North Wilkesboro. Is there a set of tracks or or or, or a schedule that, that would be great if Eric was running the world? Like if you got to choose where we were going, is there someplace or that we're going that you'd like to go to more or less? Like how's your kind of your dream schedule work out? You know, I think... I think we're going the way that I would like to. And, and that's really just going to, to most places once a year. And, and obviously we've trended that way. We, we go to, uh, you know, only a handful of places now twice a year. So, you know, I think the tracks that, um, that we used to go to twice a year and we've, we've scaled down to one now, uh, I think we've seen attendance, you know, skyrocket, you know, get places like Pocono. I think Michigan was going to be a great race, you know, without the weather delay as far as attendance. So, these places that we go to once a year now, the attendance has went through the roof. And obviously there's there's tracks where we can manage to go, you know, twice a year. Uh, you look at the Daytona, Talladega, those kind of places, you know, twice a year we get we get great crowds at both those races. So I think that's probably a big shift and, and I think it's going to keep going that way. Um, you know, I think we're probably going to see some more um, international stuff mixed into the schedule here going forward. Uh, which will be fun, you know, and, and I think just kind of breaking it up a little bit right now, you know, we have, we have one off weekend, which is, uh, which is just really tough on everybody, you know, tougher on probably the teams and, and those guys than it is me. Obviously I get uh, a lot more time at home than those guys during the week, you know, not having to go into the shop every single day. Um, so giving those guys some time off is something that we, we really need to work towards as well. But um, yeah, I think we're working towards all the things that, you know, drivers have been able to, have a little bit more of a voice here recently. And I think, um, I think guys have really been listening. Perfect. Thank you so much. So for my final thought today, I, I want to talk about that race to get into the postseason. I think that Daytona is the perfect race to do this. And I know you're going to say, ah, it's a wild card race. It's a super speedway race. It's, you know, all of these things. Yes. But it, create just the drama and excitement and unknown that especially a sport like NASCAR needs this time of year as we're getting ready to crank up football. I also think that it's great that the regular season starts at Daytona and ends at Daytona. You know, I don't think they're ever going to put the championship race in Daytona for all the things that you want to complain about the regular season uh finale being there but so this is a nice balance right i love the fact that all the cutoff races daytona bristol the roval martinsville all have an edge of craziness to them 
And they're three completely different types of tracks, really. I mean, I know Bristol and Martinsville are technically both short tracks, but if you've ever seen both of those races, or if you've ever watched one of those races, you know they are nothing alike. They race completely differently. So I think that it's going to be a fantastic race. Like, I cannot wait to watch this race. And I hope that you guys enjoy it, and I hope that you'll be back next week on The Backstretch. Thank you.